Yeah. So that tells you all I need to know. Anyway, now that it's the new year, let's talk about how awful all these fucking movies that are coming out are going to be. Okay. Okay. There might be some good ones. You don't know. You're going to go watch Pacific Rim Uprising, Justin? I, I'm i not caught up on the story of the first one or two. Maybe two of them. It's the sequel, and it's not uh, Guillermo anymore. It's some other guy directing it. Was the first one good? I think the first one was pretty entertaining, but it also didn't really need a sequel. Okay. But it made money. It made money, and it so had some... That's the way the world turns. It's an attractive uh, Chinese co-financing opportunity. Ooh, so they have like, you know, A-list Chinese actors that we've never heard of in there now. Uh, in this version, yeah, it's got a separate Chinese because you know the idea is that people get in the the big robots and punch Godzillas. Yeah, for some reason you need two people in a giant robot because it's too much on the brain to run it yourself. I who whatever you That's, need two people. I mean, like it, it just sounds very anime-ish, like contrived reasoning, like. Japanese. Oh, you can only have, you know, 12 year old boy and girls be in these, you know, giant robot suits because, because reasons. you can only have scantily clad 12 year old girls in the robots. Well, the, the show I'm thinking of, like, they needed to wear like tight leather suits or something. Like, yes, it's the same effect. It okay. leaves little to the imagination on those 12 year old girls. Interesting. I don't know if Pacific Rim is the same, but it's really not. Okay. But the robots smash the Godzillas and Kai, Kaiju. Kaiju. And now there's a, I don't know, more of them are coming. We need to have more robots. And John Boyega's in it because he's from Star Wars and everybody loves him. Cause... I thought that was the whole point of the first movie. They found out that the, the Kaiju were coming through some portal under the sea or something and they closed it. So. Like where are they coming portals, from again? A second portal. Okay. <laughs> so I'm reading the synopsis for this. Get ready for this one. John Boyega, Star Wars The Force Awakens, stars as the rebellious Jake Pentecost, a once promising Jaeger that's the robot pilot whose legendary father, as that was Idris Elba, gave his life to secure humanity's victory against the monstrous kaiju. So he's like the son of the guy in the other movie? Yes. Okay. Jake has since abandoned his training only to become caught up in a criminal underworld. Oh, no. So is this going to be like one of those movies that starts off like in some basement with him like fighting or something like that? I... Peddling death sticks. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be something fucking stupid. Okay. And then somebody has to come give him the your father was a hero and he smashed the Godzillas with his robot real good and made a big explosion in the ocean. It'll literally be the same scene as in the 2009 Star Trek. That's exactly what I was Captain thinking Pike's of. Captain Pike's like, you know, your father was captain for five seconds and, you know, he saved a bunch of people. I dare you to do better, son. That's what's going to happen. You know what was popping up on my feed earlier this week? What's that? Star Trek dick. New episodes. I don't know. He just reminded me talking about Star Trek. Star Trek Discovery. The STD. Yep. Yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So he's going to get the speech and become a hero, I guess. 
Also starring Scott Eastwood, noted man. Uh, no, no, never mind. That's Scott Kahn I'm thinking of. I guess this is Clint Eastwood's kid. Um, yeah, whatever. It looks terrible. There's a team of Chinese people who are not named here that are in the trailer for no reason. But in the Chinese trailer, they are like... Prominent, and John Boyega is the weird add-in. Yeah, he's, he's probably not in the Chinese trailer. I always like looking at like Chinese posters versus um, U.S. posters, like the way they like emphasize different characters, like the Force Awakens poster. Yeah, the Force Awakens poster. Like, I think <laughs> it was like instead of Luke being at like the top or whatever. No, not the Force Awakens. The Last Jedi poster had like in the U.S. it was like Luke at the top of it, mm-hmm. and then in the international one or just Chinese, I think maybe it had Ray instead because. Oh, because they don't have the the history with the movies that the yeah they apparently US got like has. they're the, like Star Wars is like an all new thing to Chinese audiences. Yeah, they just got the original trilogy like relatively recently compared to like when they came out here. So it's like it's not Luke's a just a guy thing. rather than a you know a you know Jesus symbol that sacrificed himself for the cause. We already talked about. That. <laughs> not gonna go back. Sorry, I'm pulling off. Gotta go back. We are, we are, we're partially going to go back. We're going to be partially deported because we have to talk about another Star Wars movie that's coming out. But I did a quick check here. It looks like the Asian Pacific Rim Uprising Chinese poster is uh, Sans John Boyega, and our poster is just <laughs> just him in front of a robot in America. In China, what, it's just a robot. What does that mean about China? Because the Force Awakens poster, I remember too, John Boyega was, he was like, Made he was microscopic like shrunk, in yeah, the, way down. In the Chinese poster. Uh, whatever. They don't like black people. Let's, let's just say it how it is. Um, yeah. So you want to talk about Solo, a Star Wars story, or the Predator remake first? <laughs> I was just going to ask, is it like, do we just have to talk about one or is it just one before Let's the other? the Han Solo thing out of the way then. Okay. Bored the Millennium Falcon and Journey to a Galaxy Far, Far Away in Solo, colon, a Star Wars story, an all-new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy. Through a series of daring escapades deep within a dark and dangerous criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters the notorious gambler Lando Calrissian in a journey that will set the course of one of the Star Wars saga's most unlikely heroes. A film that's coming out in four months <laughs> for which we have seen not one no. piece of footage. No what trailers could that at all. mean? Yeah, no trailers <laughs> at all as they furiously reshoot and reshoot and reshoot. That's what I read, too, that they are frantically reshooting large swaths of this movie in an attempt to make it doable because it's so, so bad. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Can I just say that I now kind of enjoy the fact that Disney has so royally fucked up Star Wars already? Because it's kind of like a spectator sport now. You can just... <laughs> well, <laughs> like, they instantly shot themselves in the foot. It's amazing. It, it, is, it is pretty, like, funny to watch this all play out, but, like, then you go and, like, look at the numbers, and it's like, okay, they're still making money, like, hand over fist. Like, it's kind of sad in that respect it's like i mean we went to go see those same crappy movies and bitched about them but yeah i don't know where people are going to draw the line as far as like oh another star wars movie i'm going to skip this one 
I mean, this is obviously going to be the most amazing deep story ever told, blah, blah, blah. People are going to be urinating in their pants during the movie because Han Solo. Oh, my God, it's a Millennium Falcon. I have a Han no. Solo t-shirt on, you know. Yeah, my prediction is that they're going to focus on uh, what's his name as Lando and how Donald Glover. his performance is groundbreaking and so woke and because a person of color is, is playing Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> How diverse. We got a black guy to play the black character. Right. Snaps for us. Well, they're gonna I mean, it's like they're gonna they're gonna portray it like it's never been done before or something. Bold. 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 Truly bold. Never happened for <sighs> Billy D. Williams. Not who's a real Lando? black guy. Yeah, who's Billy D. Who's Lando? <laughs> Was what movies from the seventies? No. He's just a guy who did Colt forty five commercials. Yeah, I don't worry nothing else. In costume, which is the hilarious part of those. Well, I mean, that's what he's thinking when he has Princess Leia up by herself in the little observation lounge. What? In Cloud City, he's desperately trying to find a Colt 45. He's searching through his brain like, where did I fucking put that? Oh, I don't remember that scene. Doesn't find it. (laughs) Luckily for Leia. That's Uh, what it's going to be, because they want to deflect the tension from how... Reportedly terrible, the leads' performances Aaron in this movie. Oldenburg. Like, yeah. So all the stuff that's come out about this says that they had to hire what, like, two acting coaches, two, two acting coaches at the same time, because they I think. just can't get this kid or guy or whatever he is now to act. Okay, which I don't know. They, I guess, they selected him solely because he looks like a teensy little bit like Harrison Ford. I think his agent, like, I don't know, his agent planted child porn on someone's computer because there's people who look more like Harrison Ford who are better actors than this guy, apparently. Well, we also know that this dude has connections. Steven Spielberg was the one who discovered him. Ah, well, there you have it. It's it's over now. Steven Spielberg is heavy in Star Wars still, I bet. Yeah. His word carries a lot of weight. I'm sure his word carries a lot of weight in any movie project that he inserts himself into or has advice to give so yeah i really haven't seen any news about this i mean i don't i i haven't really been as hardcore on keeping up on it you don't have to be hardcore about this this is just like it's spontaneously coming up in like google news and stuff oh i (laughs) I mean it's it's, it's gotten to the point where grant was saying it's like four months away and by the time we were fucking 14 months away from the last Star Wars movie, we were being raped constantly with ads and toys and well, Nissan commercials and stuff. I mean, compare like let's compare it to like uh, Rogue One. I mean, there were there were still oh. some trailers before four months, was weren't there? There were trailers That's what I'm in saying. January 2016. That's for why Rogue it's a story. One, okay. for like the first footage. That's why everybody's freaking out over this because nothing like total radio silence from this. The only things we've heard are bad that they have acting coaches on set all the time for this guy. No trailers for all the other movies. We were being like raped a year ahead of time. Like right. And trailer, so trailer, trailer. One can argue that they hired the wrong people to direct the movie in the first place. Cause they hired the two guys who did like the Lego movie or something. And I guess they didn't really work well with the other people who controlled like the star Wars story mythos that are in charge of the whole thing. So they fired those guys and then they like those guys had already shot more than half the movie and then they fired them and they replaced them with Ron Howard. 
who they think is like the safe picture dude who's <laughs> going to salvage it all. And I'm not saying he's a bad director. He's done a lot of cool stuff, but I don't know. Like when you have to reshoot half your movie and it's four months away and it's half of somebody else's movie. Right. How can you possibly reconcile all that stuff together? You might have to just make a whole different movie. I'm honestly surprised. Like I know this movie's coming out around a lot of the other like big movies for like that time period. Like I think it's coming out like in the same month as like uh whatever Avengers. Avengers, yeah. Yeah, so I thought it, like there was talk about pushing it back or something. That's the only thing I really heard or pushing one of those movies back. You know, look, if I was a conspiracy theorist about Disney and how they operate, I would say that they really want to launch it alongside Avengers Infinity War because then everybody will forget. They're hoping everybody will forget about the terrible, terrible Star Wars piece of crap they put out and just be like, they're like, no, no, look over here. It's this shiny Avengers thing. And oh, we still have this, one movie at the right, top of the charts they this put weekend. put the Star Wars thing back in the closet just really quietly. and <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. and it comes out on DVD two months later. Just do a direct-to-DVD movie. <laughs> right. There's just they've, they've written off all the toy sales already. It's just <laughs> they're ready to melt the plastic back down. <laughs> yeah, I, if I were them, I would just send this to HBO or something and let them put it on. Or TVS movie of the week. <laughs> the Han Solo holiday special. They could just reshoot it for Christmas. Maybe they're just keeping it under wraps so that like we'll actually be surprised from a Star Wars movie rather than seeing the whole thing in the trailer. Oh, we can talk about it more next week because uh, so the rumor is, which I'm sure is true because they have to say it at this point, there's a trailer coming this week sometime. Oh, for like, oh wait, no, next weekend isn't the Super Bowl. They usually release like some commercial with a Super Bowl, but They're, this is probably Maybe. their Super Bowl ad that they're feeling compelled to put out early because everybody's um, asking them where's the fucking trailer. Like, okay, whatever. I think this movie's gonna be just terrible, but what are you gonna do? I just have to. You Not have to go judge see it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's true. You have to judge it on their track record, though. The last time this happened with Rogue One. We talked about it. They had to reshoot like 40% of the movie. And how did that turn out? That was the uh, just a forgettable movie. Like, I'll never watch it again unless it's on TV and I'm extremely bored. Yeah, I can't say I'd ever watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it was just boring. <laughs> um, I would like to take a, a quick detour back into Star Wars to ask you if either of you guys saw Ryan Johnson's Epic, I'm doing air quotes, epic uh, rebuttal on Twitter for all of his dumb shit he put in the movie. Is this where he said, oh, yeah, just don't care what people think and just make stuff if it makes you happy? No. Okay. It, I saw posted... some YouTube video of like him reasoning out why he did certain things and whatnot. Like, Did he have a book? He didn't have a book. He was talking about the one like uh, what's-her-face scramming into the Star Destroyers. With oh, her ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, well, you know, the writers in the room just sort of shrug their shoulders and like, yeah, it's probably fine. Like, doesn't really seem like a... Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Put some hyper what are you talking about, on the asteroid. I'm talking about uh, some wildly passive-aggressive stuff he put on Twitter, I guess, yesterday or the day before, of him, like, taking a series of pictures, walking up to his bookshelf and getting off a Star Wars book that's like the Jedi... 
lore book. A Legends book? No. Oh. Uh, a new NU-Disney Star Wars Marvel TM book. And it's like, oh, uh, the Jedi can shrink himself down to the size of an atom. Or what? they can project. The, it's, all, it's all the fucking horse shit that they have to shovel for these fucking, like, I don't know, these books that ex- they reissue the books when they come up with new ideas for what the Jedi can do. Just they keep selling these things over and over again. But he's like, here, check out this this Disney Star Wars book about like Jedi being the Ant Man. Okay, like it <laughs> like it was I thought it was always a joke that like, you know, Jedi were space wizards. It's like, okay, yes, you can like lift things, you can jump high or whatever, but yeah, that's that's actually getting into straight like wizard Merlin bullshit territory. Like are you serious? <laughs> I think George Lucas is sitting at Skywalker Ranch and just laughing. Just yeah, in a tub of money. Like, yeah, with I a don't big, think he cares that big much. Hot tub full of money in a tub of butter, more like. <laughs> well, well, he's I, eating the tub of butter in the tub of money. Look, okay, he's just recharging right now. I bet, and he's waiting for the day when they fucked it up so bad that they they come back and they say, George, we really would like you to be a creative consultant. Again, because you know, it's just like it's your thing. You you understand it. It's like we're and we we've hit a snag. Where do we go? From <laughs> we here? hit a snag with the first movie we put out, right? And it's like it's good. We need we need to salvage this thing, George. We need we need you. You're the you're the brains behind this. And you know, okay, well, I, I can come back. It's okay. I think we need more Jar Jar in here. Yeah, Gungans. <laughs> he's just. I think he's waiting for it. It's coming. A few years I... down the road. I could entirely see, like, maybe not, like, the next, like, numbered movie, but, like, some movie in the future. It's, like, they bill it as, oh, the return of George to Star Wars or something like that. Like, I don't think that would be a bad thing either because on two out of the three original movies, he's not the director, he's not the writer, he's the guy who did the story. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It seems like they're wasting a great resource unless he really just truly doesn't want to have anything to do with Star Wars now, which I don't believe. Well, Maybe if he's seen these movies, he probably wants very much to have something to do with Star Wars again. Yeah, because it's like they're shitting on my legacy. <laughs> yeah, it was all a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> that Luke South wakes Park up episode. or like Chewbacca wakes up. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Chewbacca wakes up. It's all a dream. Yeah. But I want, uh, there's a, a Mashable article um, by what looks like a very box-ticking HR kind of person who says that uh, cranky Star Wars fans, Ryan Johnson has had enough of your guff. The Last Jedi director offers perfect response to critics of the movie's ending. So here's what he does. He pulls out, I wanted to get the book right. He pulls the shelf, gets a book called The Jedi Path opens it to the section that says advanced force techniques, like it's a fucking instruction manual, and then posts the one that says doppelganger or simulfurious permits a Jedi to create a short-lived duplicate of him or herself as an external object that is visually indistinguishable from the real item. Those who have perfected this ability can create phantoms of any person they're choosing or trick an enemy into seeing more objects such as droids than are actually present. I just thought that was funny. Anyway. Jesus Christ. 
I know. It's getting to Dungeons and Dragons level. Speaking of dragons, did you see the Jurassic Park trailer? I know Grant and I saw it. Uh, we still have dinosaurs on the island, and now it's going to explode, and they're all going to die, so we need to save them, despite them being like horrible creations of our you know, doing. Didn't we talk about that this one? last time? Yeah, I just wanted to see if Justin had any new thoughts on it. Oh, New thoughts? I don't know. Not really. It okay. sort of looks like it's going to be the same thing. Although I did see some YouTube video a little while back. I don't know if we talked about it, where it was like, is complaining about the other movie and saying how the whoever her face was in that movie was just like an awful main character, an awful person all around. Because <laughs> she just was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to let these people die walking into the Super T-Rex pin or... Whatever. <laughs> oh, that's why they have to go back. Not because there's dinosaurs, but because the one raptor who knows Chris Pratt's tan smells good is there. Blue. Oh, I thought it was just because I I don't know. I I didn't really pay attention that closely in the trailer, but I thought it was just hey, the island's going to explode and if it explodes we're going to have dinosaurs riding those rocks to, you know, the mainland or something stupid. Again, I don't really understand. There's like pterodactyls there. Can they just like fly over to where the fuck they are like they I mean in the first movie they end they the Whatever they are, maybe pterodactyls. I don't know. Fly alongside them leaving the island. Yeah, that's the yeah in the third movie. That <laughs> feels like okay, they're escaped. Oh, the like, third movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same timeline as the other. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. As far as we know, so it's like this already must have happened. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe Donald Trump captured them all for his private zoo. Okay. The Dinosaur Channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The dinosaur channel killed all the sharks because they were scary. (laughs) (laughs) Gorilla channel. I hate Um, sharks. They're very scary. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be in a steaming piece of shit called The Division, which is based off of a horrible Tom Clancy game. We can skip that. I honestly thought you were going somewhere else with that. Like I didn't believe for a second that they were actually making a game off that. A movie or a off movie of off that game, which is just... I mean, I guess it was a book first, probably. I'm assuming most Tom Clancy stuff is. But. I think it was... Yeah, it was a book that became a game that is becoming a movie. Mm. But that's okay, because we have Transformers 6 to look forward to. With a retro poster that has, like, crease marks already in the poster, and it says bumblebee in the transformers font oh it's a movie just about bumblebee right no it's called transformers 6 oh really it doesn't have a wow subtitle i thought there was a movie just about bumblebee coming out oh okay actually there is one called bumblebee the transformers 6 poster is duplicated here he's not the chevy anymore he's the actual like vw beetle in the standalone bumblebee movie hmm she, yeah, some girl finds him and she learns that he's not a VW bug, he's a robot. And then I guess she forgets about him. Leaves him in a used car I mean, parking lot. Anything they can do to change the direction with that franchise might be a good thing. So. I'm glad you said that because it's a perfect segue to talk <laughs> about uh, the movie I, I've been keeping an eye on is uh, Cloverfield after that weird John Goodman one. Oh, the third Cloverfield yeah. coming out? Uh, this uh, fourth one, I think. Well, there was Cloverfield and like 
Wasn't there something something Lane? Was that yeah, the that's the one. Lane, and I think there was another movie they argued was part of it. I don't know. Who it's called Cloverfield fun. Four. That's the only title I've seen. But another it, fucking J.J. Abrams thing. On the eve of D-Day, American paratroopers are dropped behind enemy lines to carry out a mission crucial to the invasion's success. But as they approach their target, they begin to realize there's more going on in this Nazi-occupied village than the simple military occupation. No, they find themselves fighting against supernatural forces, part of a Nazi experiment. So, Wolfenstein, the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. It's going to be just perfect. They're making Wolfenstein the movie out of Cloverfield Monsters. Okay, so the people who made Wolfenstein should get ready to call their lawyers and initiate some They're kind on of lawsuit dial. To, to, you know, at least get their paycheck for contributing the story material for this film. Uh, I think, I don't know, like, I, I would guess, you know, Nazis and Nazi experiments are, like, public domain, probably. There's been people who have extracted far more money for far less contribution to a story. <laughs> Just read about Harlan Ellison suing James Cameron over the Terminator. And he got paid. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Anyway, fucking Cloverfield. I didn't like the first movie. I hate that shaky cam nonsense. Stupid. Um, The second one wasn't that bad, though. I rented that and watched it, and it was... The people were pretty good in that. John Goodman was good in it. I never saw these movies. The uh, first one turned me off with the shaky cam, like Grant said, and I just assumed the rest had them, so I just never really... Well, the second one, this 10 Cloverfield Lane, there was no shaky cam, but I liked it because it was you know, just three people in this doomsday bunker, and John Goodman is fucking crazy. So the other two people there who are sane you know, have to basically figure out how they're going to either survive living with this dude or escape. So it was pretty intriguing. I mean, just kind of curious. You say they're in a doomsday bunker. Is it because like the monster is like rampaging above them or something? Well, when the movie starts, it's like she gets into a car accident and John Goodman, like apparently finds her along the roadside and takes her back to his bunker. And so Throughout the movie, it's just it's this mystery about did something actually really happen outside, or is it just John Goodman's a crazy, crazy person who has abducted her and this other dude and kept them in this bunker and won't let them leave? I'm guessing something did happen. Otherwise, it'd be a wouldn't really relate to the Cloverfield. I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm never gonna watch it anyway. Can we to ruin it for you, Justin? <laughs> yeah, something whatever. does happen. Okay. She escapes his bunker, and it turns out that this is actually during the alien event or whatever in Cloverfield, and there's like spooky alien shit happening outside, and she drives her car towards the city to go help people at the end. Which is weird, because in the first Cloverfield movie, don't they say that they that the alien, the monster, is like a government experiment run amok or something? No, it's, it's a... Um, or it actually is an alien? Yeah, because in there's that... They keep like the handy cam thing keeps jumping back to the guy's day at Conan Allen with his girlfriend where they're like in front of the the fuck is that thing called? God, I can't think of it. It goes in a wheel. The Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. There we go. I couldn't think of the name for it. 
and off like over his shoulder in one of the shots is a funny Easter egg, I guess, or a little gotcha thing is a little asteroid crashing into the ocean. And that's the alien egg. Oh, okay. Because the whole idea is that it wakes up and it wants it's like, it doesn't know what's going on. It's looking for its mother. It doesn't know what's happening and it just freaks out and kills everybody. Would have been nice if they explained that starfish till it gets big. Yeah. Eat some starfish and then grows mega huge. Okay. And release it, and like little lice things that are on it are those parasites that chase them to the tunnel. The movie would have been much cooler if it didn't have that fucking shaky cam bullshit. I honestly just don't watch movies with shaky cam. It's I know it's like it's found footage and all that is just complete turn off because it's it's so like contrived. I don't think well, there's been one of those movies for a while now, though. No, the last um. Just a couple years, they did this movie about these kids who make the time machine or something, and that was found footage or whatever. It was fucking stupid, but (laughs) I don't think I've seen one since then. Or that hardcore Henry movie. Uh, That was was first person, though. That was was shaky cam, but like... It's like a first person shooter game, right? Yeah, it's a little bit different. It was like through his eyes, and it was... I never saw it, but it looked bad i think we talked about it was being bad or i thought somebody saw it here i saw it i thought it was pretty good oh really okay i mean it wasn't it's not no one's gonna be saying hardcore henry at the oscars but no one will remember it in 10 years yeah it it was pretty entertaining it was okay it was the obviously the novelty was the first person part would it be a decent movie without that and it was you know Actual like kung fu movie or whatever the hell it was. I mean, the movie's about like a cyborg guy trying to get his girlfriend back or something. Very unclear because this is supposed to be like a thrown into the situation, first person subjective experience. But okay, I don't fucking know, dude. I have no idea. I don't make the movies. I just watch them and complain about them. All right, it's easier that way. It is easier <laughs> that way. You don't have to do anything yourself. I just have to develop an opinion on them, man. But uh, sometimes you get a question why people do things. I mean, have you heard about this Mortal Engines thing that's coming out where all the cities are put on wheels and they chase each other around? What? <laughs> I saw an article for it a couple of days ago and watched the trailer and I fucking died. Why do cities chase other cities around? Mortal Engines is set in a world many thousands of years in the future. Earth cities now roam the globe on huge wheels devouring each other in a struggle for ever-diminishing resources. One of these massive traction cities, uh, somebody has an encounter with a mysterious young woman from the Outlands who will change his life forever. And the trailer is just like a small town being eaten by London. Is this just like what happens when like (laughs) people can't like, you know, form, you know, healthy, you know, rivalries through sports or something between cities? It's like, all right, we got to make cities eat each other. This is... It's all right. How do they cross the ocean? The water's all gone. I, I don't fucking know. I didn't they have, this why thing. do well, they need to eat the city? Like, why does... For the resources. Get all the resources. Wouldn't it be better to, like, try and integrate them rather than, like, just devour their raw resources? There's not enough resources. So, so every anything. city is mini Unicron, Galactus? On wheels. Okay. Is this, like... It sounds like battle tanks, you know. That's is this what it like Mad Max aesthetics, or is this yes. like steampunk aesthetics? Is I can uh, like see either one. It's steam. 
it's a Mad Max steampunk, so more sophisticated than Mad Max engineering. Okay. But in like that fantastical steampunk kind of way where they can put London like on top of itself three times and put wheels on the side of it. Seems like there'd be better ways to like go about, you know, getting resources, like, you know, invading other countries and occupying them for, you know, 20 plus years or something. Yeah, maybe I, not. I don't know. Maybe I, not in this world. Maybe they're consuming all their resources, just driving their cities from place to place. Like, you know, that, that, what is it? That, that machine that moved the Saturn V rocket into place had like a miles per gallon, like 0.2 miles per, per gallon or something. Yeah, it was, it was really, really bad. So imagine a whole city being driven around on giant wheels. Um, but they go really fast, and there's exciting parts in the trailer where one city's wheel is off the edge of a cliff. That's what I mean. I'm with Justin. They be they could conserve their resources by staying put and projecting their power elsewhere. I mean, I mean they could. Really I mean, it's, it's worked for literally thousands of years. Like, yeah. I don't see why they need to, you know. <clears throat> So it started, the, excuse the pun, reinvent the wheel on this. Like, like this needs to park themselves wait, somewhere. So this is the literal incarnation of the stupid question about picking up the entire city of Rome and moving it 13 feet and how much that would cost. Costs a lot more than $12. Because yeah. It's certainly true. But as far as I can tell, it's not a joke. It's a uh, Peter Jackson property. So. Like he's directing it or he's just involved in it? I think he's directing it. So get ready for a Mortal Engines franchise. Well, I don't know. There wasn't a King Kong franchise, was there, from that one he did? Yeah, there's been two. Oh, has there? Shit. Okay. Oh, the one where Adrian Brody is rolling around on the floor on the green screen. The lizards are walking around him. I didn't see the movie. Oh, okay. It takes, by the way, two hours to get to the fucking island to see King Kong because nobody wants to see King Kong in a King Kong movie. They want to see Jack Black organizing a scam expedition and going on a boat. And then they had the sequel a couple... So is this like a five-hour movie or is it just like 20 minutes of King Kong at the end? It's long as fuck. Okay. And it takes two hours to get to the island. Jesus. Okay. No, they did Kong Skull Island, Skull Island yeah. last year or something. He did an okay job on, you know, Lord of the Rings, but he's coasting, seems like. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, well, this movie about cities rolling around and fighting each other, maybe it's better than the Hobbit movies. I don't know. Yeah. I think it will be better than Those the Hobbit movies. Those were pretty movies. bad. Was the third Hobbit movie any good? I never no, got no. it. Okay. But the Hobbit movies are really bad, in my opinion, because of what they could have been, because Lord of the Rings is like demonstrable proof of what might have happened. But this giant cities on wheels thing, I have no comparison against. So, Well, their obsession with turning it into a trilogy, I don't understand that. The Hobbit is a small book by itself. So you get like maybe one or two movies out of that. But they had to add in all this other nonsense to make a trilogy money i I can see making the hobbit a trilogy in the way they they did excuse me but i just would have liked to have seen more stuff from lord of the rings like as far as attention to detail than right like actual sets and the it's embarrassing that the cgi from fellowship of the ring in 2001 is still better than the stuff from um the hobbit the first one in 2012 I always 
read that they were like severely rushed with their like pre-production sort of stuff like yeah the ramp up to the movie was like months rather than the years they had for lord of the rings yeah i think lord of the rings they spent like four years total in new zealand two years in pre-production yeah they spent all that time doing yeah. so they could film them all back to back to back. And it paid off, but then you're right. I read that too, that they gave Peter Jackson like say, okay, you got to start shooting in four months. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'd be a different movie or like, cause like still, like you said, the Hobbit is a, it's a single book and it's kind of hard to stretch out one book over, you know, eight okay hours. With, I, I'm fine with all the stuff they had in the Hobbit trilogy. I guess in th- I don't think any of it's really that offensive or retarded. It just the way it was executed was what the insult was. The tone of the movie is wrong. Yeah, the, the tone of the Hobbit, the book, is much different than the Lord of the Rings trilogy. The Hobbit's kind of like a fun children's adventure with some elements of danger, or whatever. It's like PG. They try to force too much of like the serious Lord of the Rings stuff into the Hobbit movies. I would have been fine with a serious Hobbit movie. I don't give a shit. I give a shit that I watched the Quake 3D engine white guy run across like the fucking <laughs> goddamn Toonami Lake. The barrels yeah. that look straight out of GoldenEye? Uh, my, down uh, the river? Yeah, my Oblivion horse and Legolas turns into a, a JPEG and teleports in front of somebody with daggers. Like Nothing personal, kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are some AAA games with better graphics. Or he he movies. runs up the collapsing bridge, isn't that in that the Hobbit movies? I don't remember that scene. You know, like the the uh, like a ogre or an orc smashes a bridge apart, and he runs up the bricks while they're falling in midair. I was I very drunk this. in the middle of one of the Hobbit movies. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was, but could have contributed to me forgetting about it. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Jackson, I don't know, we'll be on Mortal Engines 8 before you know it. Honestly, that is just like, I don't know, we said it, but the most batshit insane concept I have heard in a long time. Okay. I mean, Mad Max sounded crazy, so who knows? Yeah. Hey, it's an original IP as far as I know, so... I know. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I'll say it's batshit, but you know, batshit ideas can work out. Tiny budget independent film made in Australia, and oh, like the Purge Four coming out on July Fourth. This is the Purge Four: The Island, which is a prequel to the Purge franchise. I guess explaining how the Purge began. So I've heard of the Purge. I thought it was a single movie, like made in like the 80s or something i didn't realize it was a series that had three yeah i'm a little surprised right now it's the one with um what's his face ethan hawk isn't that him yeah he's like his he sells security systems to people in the neighborhood and so every year when the purge happens in this one day they can all like put their houses on like total lockdown. But I guess that all his neighbors secretly hate him because he's so prosperous. So during the night of the purge, like they're all trying to kill him and his family. 
because that's how they get out their negative feelings so they don't commit crimes during the rest of the year. Okay. That's the whole point of the movie. Is just, Wait, like, just the first one or like all of them? All like, of them. It's like there's one night a year where no, I mean, like, anybody is, can do anything. and then Is it the same it guy? He like... No. He's just like, I'm going to get you this year. No. Like, no, you're not. I'm going to home alone you. No, just in the first movie. <laughs> okay. The first movie, I mean, it's not, it's not horrible, but it's not like a classic or anything. It's not a classic the way Taken is a classic. No, you know? Taken is a piece of art. Taken is a piece of art. <laughs> Which is now being ruthlessly destroyed by you know PC nonsense because they got a series on TV now about that. But anyway, about somebody's daughter being kidnapped repeatedly. No, it's like a prequel to Taken about how he became like a. Um, oh, the know, specific what, set of skills guy. Right, how he became Liam Neeson. Okay, <clears throat> interesting. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, I do want to read one more thing before we wrap up or it's all the stuff I had to talk about was, uh, I knew there's something, <clears throat> excuse me, Star Wars related. I forgot. And it's, uh, uh, insider, insider source here saying that, um, maybe JJ Abrams might be somehow bringing Luke Skywalker back in a way we don't even know is possible yet for episode nine. So Luke is so powerful he can reincarnate himself or something? Yeah. It sounds like J.J. just wants to, like, put a giant, like, fix-it band-aid over, like, whatever Ryan Johnson did. And Leia's death will be explained by Luke's Force Ghost used the dice to suck the energy out of her. Oh, I don't Maybe Leia has to give her life so oh, that Luke yeah. can come back to life. Yes. Yeah. That'd be perfect if she faded away and he faded back in. Oh, man. You can do that all in CGI, too. Mm. You don't even need to dig up her body. Right. Mm. They already desecrated her likeness in Rogue One, so they can do it again. Just import the Maya 3D model. <clears throat> I wonder if, like, they did, like, you know, uh, what was that game where they, like, went way the fuck overboard with facial expression, but they still look goofy? Um, Mass Effect Andromeda? No, uh, L.A. Noir. Oh. Or like you, you've seen the production videos of that where they have like, you know, the giant like twenty cameras around their head or something the like that. Avatar thing. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if they did that with like some of the older actors in Star Wars, so they could get like a decent, you know, hey, this is your, you know, if you die in the next three years. Oh, for sure. They definitely did a high res scan of them for the action figures. Oh, yeah. Only for the action figures. Don't worry. Oh, this is just for your CGI double for when you're doing a backflip. Don't worry. Save as <laughs> Le- if Leia dies. Dot Maya. <laughs> Save as backup <laughs> DVD copy. Like yeah, they're keeping that. Yeah. Maybe Billy D hasn't done his yet. That's why they're not letting him in the movies. Billy D. Lando, Billy D. Williams. Oh. I'm saying maybe he hasn't completed his backups. Like, he hasn't done his SIM cord lately, so they're not going to let him in. What was his status at, like, the end of uh, Return of the Jedi? Hero. Hero of the Rebellion, General Lando Calrissian. <laughs> That's pretty much it. He is in the new Battlefront game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw, like, the... The footage, the story footage from the game, he is a minor character in the Battlefront game. Like, the two people that you play as 
encounter him and he kind of just like says like oh you were imperial people but we'll let you off the hook now that you want to like be good guys so they got him i i i I feel like it's not him though it's not billy knowing his like character like i feel like he would just like want to like sort of like sink back into like his old like you know gambling habits it's like ah whatever i lost cloud city i'm sure because they're so uncreative that Lando's gonna be in the the prequel movie with bad actor Han Solo. He's gonna be like a Cloud City croupier or something, collecting chips from rich people. And then in Star Wars Nine, he's gonna be running a casino gambling ship or something. He's maybe he was running on that, the casino planet. Maybe yeah. he was on that dumb fuck casino planet. Boy, wouldn't that have been a great place to put Lando in? But. Whatever. That would have fixed that a whole lot is stop like the nonsense the nonsense preaching stuff and have a fun story with Lando well, helping them. I just thought of that. What if Leia really meant for them to retrieve Lando and she was just being coy about who this master of Well the one dude that they met in the casino did have like the little lapel pin of the rose or but something. It should have been Lando, as I'm saying. That would have been a great Yeah, I mean yeah, it would have been a you know, good, you know, throwback or whatever, but they had to get Benicio's character in them to betray them. They did some stupid shit. Because the yeah, galaxy's not simple, man. Maybe they could have found Dexter Jetster there. <laughs> Obi-Wan, my friend, it's been too long. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody else non-consequential. <laughs> His retro 50s cafe. Yeah. He brought one of the robo-waitresses with him to the Vegas planet. Look, I mean, ah, like, it's a diner. Seriously, awful. I enjoy the prequels more than I enjoyed that piece of shit. Oh man, and that's saying something because the, the prequels were, were better. Fucking Attack bad. of the Clones is more enjoyable than Sand. This it's Sand is more enjoyable than this. Sand killed them all. Coarse and irritating. The women and the children. I don't know. Like, I feel like the prequels, like, at least they're, like, funny bad. There's some unintentional these are just like, comedy. Yeah. These are just, like, there's, like, nothing underneath to, like, even, like, all right, this is kind of funny. It's like, no, it's just. Well, you can tell nobody knows what they're doing because there's no coherent story. Like, J.J. set all this stuff up, and we, we already complained about this, but J.J. set it all up, and now Ryan Johnson's like, oh, I'm going to go in a completely different direction. Now J.J.'s going to come back and, like, go on a another completely different direction. There's no spine connecting all of it together. There's no, like I said, there's no George Lucas type guy who's got it all planned out in some way. It's all just like, what can we do to like make a movie that feels like star Wars and make a billion dollars? Pretty much anything. Throw shit at a dart proving. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody have any ideas? Well, what if Luke Skywalker faded away at the end of the movie this, and he died. This is what happens. J.J. Abrams or whoever comes into the writer's room and just like, I don't know, gets out like a welding torch and like melts the door lock or something and tells them they're not leaving and they come up with the billion dollar idea <clears throat> so they can they can keep making Star Wars at the box office. I mean, he probably just like dumps a kilo of coke in the middle of the table and then or locks the door. It's just like a pile of shit from like Apollo 13. It's like, these are the story elements we have to work with. We've got to make well, something that can get a billion dollars out of these stupid people who come to see this movie. 
I think that's that's a great metaphor for maybe <laughs> Ryan Johnson's job where JJ Abrams comes and dumps a box full of random shit on his desk <laughs> and it's like, here's the story elements I left you, Ryan. Now make a CO2 filter for the astronauts. <laughs> and now we know where they all died. They just went to sleep. They didn't they, well, they didn't suffer. His his filter didn't work too well. Right. Star Wars just went to sleep. It didn't suffer. We suffered for watching it. That's what happened. Yeah, but John Boyega walks around in a suit that leaks water. His talent was leaking out of it, too, because oh. he didn't do anything in the movie, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to remember what his role in the movie was. and He was on the like casino relief. planet. That was he helped awful. her free the animals to make it all worth it. His role was comic relief. That was it. And he didn't do that very well either. And he was about to make a heroic sacrifice, and then we know how that turned out. A lot of this just seems like what if... Like, what if Captain Phasma was there? Fan fiction. It's fan fiction. That's all it is. What if Captain Phasma died again? We're one step away from, like, what if who fucked who? You know, I'm going to write a story about that. The only thing missing when she slid into the fire pit was, like, I'll get you Captain Planet or whatever. (laughs) Like, she'll be back inexplicably. In a melted suit? No. Yeah. Everybody has to dress the same all the time in Star Wars. Just, Clark, just, so. just think about the house fan fiction. Yeah. We're pretty close to that level of fan fiction in Star Wars. You know what? I'm sure there's a fan fiction where Han and Chewie stop at an intergalactic truck stop with Rey and they get gang raped in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet. I'm not just talking about the movies, though. I forgot you told me about that fan fiction of house and Wilson. Wilson. And it's it's really funny. It's really, it's really funny. Really <laughs> funny. <laughs> like good times. There's a uh, a good Twitter account out there that um just pulls excerpts of fanfiction.net. It's usually like, well, move aside, Knuckles, I wanna fuck Amy or something like that. Like really primo shit. Primo shit. Primo shit. All right. Well, we'll be back to the next week to talk about the primo shit of the solo a Star Wars story trailer. Oh, is that coming out? If it comes out this week, if maybe if it comes out. Maybe they're maybe. Gonna, no, no. Maybe what they're going to do is they're going to send everybody who is going to view it on YouTube a little cardboard cutout thing where you can send it in later. You can get the real trailer <laughs> when they actually have it, right? They couldn't make enough footage in time. They should send you a blank <laughs> fucking DVD. They can burn for you when they finish the movie. Like, <laughs> Right. You pay for it up front, then you send it in and they'll. <laughs> they haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Bye, Justin. Bye.